This is JFM Podcast. Thank you so much for choosing J101.9 FM. You're on to Let's Talk, your political and current affairs programs, where we bring to you issues happening around the country and getting your opinions and also helping to dissect the issues and preferring solutions to them. It's another beautiful day. It is the 19th of April, 2023. A lot of things I want to see and talk about, but I'm just going to keep my calm and keep it on for maybe another day. But welcome to the show. My name is Abigail Seaman, and I'm not alone. I'm joined by Mikael Misi. Mikael, lovely morning. Good morning, Abigail. Good morning to all the listeners um, all over the world. I hope you all are having a swell day. Hey, Nigeria continues to happen to us. Nigerian politics continue to happen to us. The social issues we get to deal with, live with, continue to happen to us. But in spite of all of this, in the middle of all of this, I want to remind you that you are important, that you're special, and that you should not. I know it might seem impossible, but do not allow Nigeria's problems to get to you. We'll get through this. We would survive this and afterwards thrive through it. But in the meantime, while we're still dealing with the shenanigans that is happening in the country, with the INECREX announcing results, with people, you know, reading acceptance speech on television without proper announcement mm. why people who who obviously you know went against common sense are going to court you know to fight for their mandate while people whose principal has been immersed in a lot of controversies come out and speak of hypocrisy while all of these things are happening i just want to remind you that you're special and that nigeria will be better again good morning Good morning to you too. I'm just talking about the issue that happened in Adamawa. Um, somebody was saying, and he quotes. Um, I'm trying. I'm not quoting verbatim, but I'm just going to say he feels like politics is one person coming out and saying I'm vying for office, then invites their friend to come and announce them as winner. And when you announce out before before they give acceptance speech, they go to court. It's just a lot of drama here and there. I hope that our um, entertainment industry can also make money. Mm, it's true. Some of these things It's a nice to be a parody of this, you know, this series of events, you know. First, a parody of, you know, what happened in presidential elections, you mm. know, Malaya shouting, then would we've, see... We've had, we had, we've had fun times in this We've had fun times. I, I, think, I think Nigerian election period always brings... You remember? Um, I'll, never, I'll never take this. Oh, baby. I will not accept this. Um, we've had the new Malaya. We've had Binani. They are the good ones. They are the also terrible ones yeah, that you can't make we've joke all, of. We've had the drama lords and queens. So I, I, think, I, think, I think four years from now, would happen. I think, I think if, if you're a filmmaker, I think you will just get your scripts ready every election period because there's always some interesting stories to see and draw inspiration from. And our guest is actually agreeing to some of the things that we're saying this morning. We're joined by Professor Aduva, who is in the studio. Lovely morning to you and welcome yeah. to the show. Good morning, Abigail and Aneka. Good morning. And one of the stories that we're following at this hour, and I would want to get your reaction on that um, before we go into the 
um, nitty gritties of what we'll be discussing today is that of the Adama um, supplementary polls that happened on Saturday. And Fintiri floors Benani and Ainek takes Rex case to Buhari. Now, the returning officer for the Adama state governorship election, Professor Mahmoud Mele, and declared Governor Amadou Fintiri the winner of the state governorship poll. Now, Fintiri secured a second term in office, having scored 430,861 votes to build the rival of the All Progressives Congress candidate Aisha Dahiru, popularly known as Binani, who um, amassed 398,788 votes. Now, also on Tuesday, the Independent National Electoral Commission said it had asked the Secretary to the Government of the Federation, Boss Mustafa, to draw the attention of the appointing authorities to the behavior of the state resident electoral commissioner, Hudu Yunusa Ari. Now, Fintry's victory took place 48 hours after Binani was controversially declared the governor elect by Yunusa Ari. Now, Binani was trailing Fintry by over 31,000 votes in the first round of the election held on May. March 18th. Now, the electoral agency had declared the exercise inconclusive because the margin of lead did not exceed the number of cancelled votes in 69 polling units with 37,016 voters. Oh, let me ask you, um, I'm sure you saw what happened in, in Adamawa, the supplementary polls. Um, from your own um, perspective or from your own view, do you, do you think that um, our political space has now turned into uh, where we have um, drama and I won't call it fiction. It's almost like a melodrama that we see every day. Let me say that, you know, the desperation. People are very, very desperate. We, the Atiega, we actually sent out people to go and monitor that elections. And you will not believe some of the reports we are getting. Even as small as the space was concerned, yes. I next still came late. There was still problem with beavers. There was still um, problem with the security. So when you look, it looks as if we are really not serious. And as I've said earlier on when I came here, I told you that when you are looking at an election body, mm. first you have to say, are they impartial? are the partisan. The security agencies, like I keep on saying, the Achilles heel of INEC had been logistics, sometimes security. Now when you look at the drama that played out in Adamawa, how come IGP immediately posted out the commissioner of police? What of what happened in Lagos? Mm. Why is the commissioner still there? Mm. Now, as I was listening to you very, very early this morning, you were mentioning the necessary steps NTA ought to have taken. Yeah. That woman you are announcing, that speech you allowed her to read, was it proper? You know, I think just a few days I was here, too, I was saying, listen, when you are doing something that is completely outside a lawful responsibility. Now you are on a new terrain. You are on your own. Now, why did Anik act so fast? Yeah. What is happening to Anik? Suddenly they are waking up to their responsibilities. If they were doing this thing in the past, a lot of the problems we are having we won't have had. Mm. Even be before the Lagos tobacco, people complained seriously about the Anik commissioner there. What happened? Nothing. Nothing. So you see, 
Kwame feels very uncomfortable, especially when we are commenting about uh, issues in Nigeria, because um, sometimes it appears as if we are simply not willing to learn. To learn mm. yeah. Somebody picks, you are reading a speech, accepted. So tell me now, what this woman did, and what this INEC rec did, what is more treasonable? What they did now, is it not intended to cause maximum harm sure. to the politics? Mm. Then compare it with what the vice president to be, what he said. Which one has the capacity of setting the country on fire? Now, you went and find channels. Now, what are you going to do to NTA? NTA. Mm. So, you know, is this double standard you see in the system that makes one feel very uncomfortable? You know, as I was telling you last time, Fincher was trying to protect the president. He doesn't know. Then you say, really? <laughs> really? Really? Is that he doesn't know? Doesn't it look to you as if this thing was planned? Just like that? And suddenly everybody's being posted out. So I think, well, one must continue to have hope because I think these are the pangs of uh, development, nation building. I'm sure that um, it wouldn't happen like this next time. But as I will continue saying, and um, I know I'm almost sounding like a, a broken record now, mm. that the, what is driving this desperation is simply the perquisites of office. The cost of our elections are enormous. Mm. And I'm sure this woman ordinarily will not do what she's done, but for the money she has, she has put spent in, in the process. You see, it's, 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 you see, we are not having what you call proportional representation. You see what you call 300 and something thousand, the other one 400,000 thousand. In some systems, she will still have a role to play in government. And you know. But here mm -hmm. is winner takes all. So even if somebody wins you by 10 votes, by 20 votes, so when you see our politicians, is acrimonious. is toxic. I was listening to somebody, I think it was two days ago, who came here. All the things he was quoting the law and saying all those of things. And I was just smiling. I was having my bath. I said, Nigerians are just magicians. Like I, as I call you, you beautiful people. I said, Yeah, just magicians. These parties they are talking about, where are they? Mm. <laughs> I'm an election of one moon to the election, go to the field. You won't see anybody. You won't see anybody. There are no political parties. These are owned. That's why I'm one of the things I say about encouraging about the Obi-Dien movement. That for the first time, yeah. you are getting a group of people coming out of desire. They are not being given money. money. You know, yes. in other parties, even small meeting, they give the money for transport, give the money to go. But this time around, you are having a movement that people say, because of the ideals, oh, and that's how you move forward. When you are paid, that's why we have been so docile. When they are, you've been paid, what happens? You think that you, you're already compromised. Yes. So what, you know, like, you didn't pay your tax. 
So how are you complaining that, oh, the whole of Joss is dirty, you are uh, motorparks all over the place, when the little responsibility you owe the state, you've, you've not, not even it. discharged it. Mm-hmm. So you can see the problem we have criticizing our governments. Like I told you last time, nomination form, 100 million. With 100 million just form alone, how much do you need? Even as small as Plateau is, my wife, the people who came around the university the other day for, for, for election, coming to the university quarters to come and distribute salt. Salt? You mean people at my level cannot buy salt for themselves? So you can see that nobody is selling his idea. All is, I give you money, you come out and vote for me. Yeah, it's mm. almost I, buying your conscience. It is buying your conscience. So it is mm. transactional. That's why it's so painful for the loser. Because you are going to lose everything, everything. Mm. completely. There is no compassion. If you had businesses, your opponent will crumble, will, will cripple you, will crush you for daring to even challenge him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So this is why when our people fight, it's fight to death. So you can see the woman, is fight to death. There is no room. There's no middle ground. No, mm-hmm. There can't be middle ground. If you have spent, do you know, a colleague of mine, I won't mention his name, if he's listening, too bad. <laughs> we are talking about running for election for governor of Plateau State. He told me, the minimum you need is $2 billion. Where will you get two billion now? Where? Mm. So we need two billion now. Two billion to run, to run. run for governorship of Plateau State, as small as it is. I come from Anambra State. If you are even trying on it, are not local government. <laughs> <laughs> you are not even talking about the state. The state, just, just the local, local government. government. Just because if you come to Anambra, Onitra is the engine room. Now that's yes. market all over the place. Yes. Okay. So the, the, the Onitra local government chairman is almost like a governor. Mm. Okay. Listen. The, the casualties, the death, is it, 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 fight to death. Mm. That's how it is. My, my question is... Um, if we spend this amount of money, it's only normal that the politicians, when they get to office, would want to recoup, recoup this money. But is there a way where politics, not just, um, let's come to Nigeria, is there a way politics in Nigeria would not be this expensive? Because you look at the things they do, with, of course, we know they, they pay certain people, but the expenses, the logistics they do, their flight, their travels, these things cost money. So it's almost impossible for us to say politics will be, I will use the word cheap, but will be affordable. It's, it, it can't be. Let me just interrupt you. Listen, can you do it for the joy of doing it? Like if you're a missionary or your parents are missionaries, they do a lot of sacrificing. I mean, an NGO person. Apart from my transport and my accommodation that is provided for me, everything is sacrificed. Everything is sacrificed. Can we ever make up our minds to start doing things? What they call volunteerism. My daughter is in the United States now. She told me, listen, you must be do- in your CV, which our people don't do. Yes. You are no longer working. What are you doing? You go and volunteer. So they're telling between this America, between this period and period you graduated, what were you doing within these two months? You see nothing. Okay, people go out, go and do jobs that they are not paid so that it will beef up 
you are saving. But so in, that in Nigeria, when you go, volunteering seems like slavery. It is not question. Listen, somebody mm. must live for something. You see, exactly. This is a modern problem I'm having with you young people. It, somebody, is, we are in a new world. We are in a new world. This new world, you are not going to enjoy as much as I enjoyed. When I look, I just came back from uh, uh, Bowen University. Look at the environment. Uh, very clean. Very. How much are they paying? 1.5 million. How many people can afford 1.5 million? Mm. How many? The cost of things have gone up. But, but look at the roads. So we are in a completely different era where we have to change our attitude. Do you know, the last time I went abroad, the, th- the cabman that was carrying me had a master's degree. Why didn't you come back to Nigeria? He said, listen, it's for my kids. They are here in the United Kingdom. They will have the best education, have the best health. For me, I'm sacrificing. So this is what we are calling. You sacrifice for something. That's what is lacking in Nigeria. Sacrifice. You see the early leaders we had, Zeke, they keep on mentioning that Zeke, Awolo, and Andresa. What was the beauty that they did? They sacrificed Awo wanted education because he felt that with free education, he would lift his people up, not accumulating money for himself. So you can see the Southwest, how educated they are. And it wasn't for free. If you read political science, you will not find out that. Listen, as at the time, they were running free education in the West. They were paying double the taxes every other person was paying. So it's always a sacrifice. Yeah. But when you don't want to sacrifice, you see, we, politics have become, and church have become business. Mm-hmm. And in business, the conscience, the values you require for politics and the values for business are completely different. Sure. So if we are doing Politics, what it should be, service-oriented. I, If you want to go and look for a houseboy now, you look over, who can do a better job? Where he comes from does not bother Ma- you. Mm. But if we are talking about sharing of money, Emeka, if you come from Kuki and you are here in Plato, anywhere Plato is sharing, don't go near there. You must go back to where you come from. You see, it is these premodal sentiments that underline what we are doing. No, ha, this is an umbra, this is you are no longer talking. We are in a modern society where the paradigm has shifted. Now, if I pay my taxes in Plato, then I'm entitled to vote in Plato. Mm. Where I come from should never mm. future in, in my gaining of benefits. So you see, it's like a clash of two worlds. Mm. So now we are playing transactional politics. But you want the ethics of Christianity of Islam to come in. It cannot come in because it's not service. No. My student, who was a member, a clerk, these people who assist them at the National Assembly, what did he say? Say any politician, the moment they leave the state and come to Abuja, all they want is to recover the money they have spent. That's all. Everything they want is money, money. That's why you see now, aren't we all shouting? Aren't we all shouting? Mm. But what did they do? They increased the number of committees, isn't it? Mm-hmm. They increased the number of ministries. 
Like I told you last time I came, Orosanya committee had already streamlined. Yes. And then say, listen, there is so much duplication of, of duties. Of duties and institutions. You have DG this, DG that. DG. Collapse. I mean, thing. why don't you bring them together to save cost? And that's the problem. So when the motivation is now not for service, it's not for service. It's for recovery of What's the money you spent. So I you can see where we are busy shouting about cost of governance mm. being too much. They are not interested. They are interested in recovering the money. of the money. So mm. you can see, we are at two different that's purposes. You see. Our aims are completely different. different. So that's why they appear very heartless. One of them was even saying that as soon as they go there, banks will hang around them. Of course. Wanting to give them free loans. And when you've collected loans, what do you do? Definitely that's why the, 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 the oversight functions they do. They monetize it. Mm -hmm. The checks and balances you think they are going to do, they are mm -hmm. not interested. So you can see where we have put ourselves in. Mm -hmm. So if we must now change, like the so-called obedient movement now, change. When you are coming to judge, no shishi. Nobody is paying you. If you are coming for a meeting, come on your own. See, so let us <laughs> on your own this accord. Yes, on your own. If you want to go, go on your own. It's not when you want to go, you are looking around for somebody to mobilize you. you. Mm. No, no. And when we do this, like we say, own the process. Own the process. Democracy cannot be given. We own it. And when you own it, it makes a lot of sense. Like I said, it's not the policemen. It's not the security people that monitor us during the election. It's ourselves. ourselves. Okay, so right. until we mm. make up our minds that all this rubbish, we've had enough. We now make, you see, like they say, charity must start with you. Mm, Don't dream. expect somebody else. It's you. The money is your money. Mm. You know, I like what you people do here. Civic responsibility. That's how to become a responsible member of the community. You don't keep on complaining, complaining, as if you just cross your leg and then all of a sudden things will work. They don't work that way. They don't work that way. All right, Prof, let, let's come to um, one of the stories that we saw and we, we really want to discuss. Okay. Um, bearing any last-minute change of plans, that the federal government will begin payment of the planned increase in civil servants pay by the end of this month, which is April. Now, the President, Major General Mohammed Dubari is expected to give um, his final assent for the disbursement any moment from now. Now, if the proposal sails through, it means that the increase will be coming about two months to the June date proposed for the removal of petrol subsidy. Now, I wanted to ask you, do you see this policy see the light of day? Because one of the things that we've seen occur in this country is the failure of policies to be implemented. And um, for the fact that this administration just has a few more weeks before the vacate office, do you see this even continuing with the present government? Do you think that this is something that would just stop at them say, let me put it in quote, them say they said this and they said it and it wouldn't see the light of day? Well, let, let me be quite frank with you. Mm -hmm. I've never seen a government that had so much goodwill, so much goodwill. People believed so much in this Buhari. I'm telling you, yes. I had mm -hmm. one of my professor friends. He's now late. I, I am maybe not good to me to say that I'm happy that he died, because he will have been really totally devastated and disappointed. Tot mm -hmm. Very, very disappointed. You see, this government, 
No accountability. Okay. Subsidy. People have even asked how much this petroleum product, how much is consumed on a daily basis. We don't know. We don't have certain figures. We don't have certain figures. Mm. What is the population of Nigeria? We, we, we don't, don't have. know. Mm. This social uh, network we are providing, the people that we are giving some 10,000 10, before or 5,000, 5, how many we are there? Did you know anybody who got this money? Most people say no. Out of the 10 million Nigerians, yes. they said they're going to are, give palliative you, you, mm. you don't know. Who are they? Are they spirits? Now you want to go and borrow money again. For which, what do you want to do with this money? Now we are in the fourth month. You are seeing this salary increase. Remember mm. when Asu went on strike? Remember, Asu was promised that by January yeah. yes. we will have revised our decision. Mm. Well, what has happened? This yeah, is April. April, nobody has seen any money. Mm. So, you know, if you go, you know, if you are not a statistician, when I think I'm not a forecaster too, but if previous experience is anything to go by, mm. you will clearly know that this government simply cannot be serious. This is a government that told you we are going to change currency. Mm. Now, how many people have seen this currency of late? I used to have quite a number of them. I started keeping them for keeps. <laughs> but suddenly, when the federal government said, the government said, oh, no problem, we are going to pump in more, start using old one. All the of a sudden, the new one had disappeared. Yes. So where did they go? And initially, they said it was being held by the commercial banks. So, really, uh, I don't want to make fun of the people who are, uh, have problem with their sight. But there is a proverb they say that the blind man say that until something enters his hand, that is when he will acknowledge. So, I can tell you, with these promises, until I look at my paycheck and take a look at it, and, and an I increase. saw the increase there. That's when I will believe that. Because this government has broken every trust. Every tr Look at the refineries. Are they working? Mm. They are not working. Look at Agric. Are we doing well with the level of insecurity in Benue and the states that are known for agricultural production? Tell me really where we are doing well. I came back from Iwo. I woke up almost 4 a.m. When we were passing through those Yoruba bushes, I can tell you, I was scared to death. Fear. Why? Because you cannot trust our security services. Sometimes you even wonder whether they are part and parcel of those that are creating this mayhem. Because you will see. I don't know whether you watched the one in Kaduna. What did they say? There were military posts near them. And then you wonder how they were so disgusted. They say, please, let these soldiers go. So when you are always moving with your heart in your, your mouth, mouth, how can you ever feel safe? And the, you know, the, the, the empathy you expect a government to show. It's as if human beings just don't mean anything. Oh, 20 died in Benue. This one died in Kaduna. This is as numbers. if it numbers. Yes, it, nobody seems to be touched. And he said, life goes on. 
I'm not an economist. But this announcement of these salaries going up, I wish my brothers who are in business trading will not raise the prices of the goods thinking that these monies are going to be paid. <laughs> mm. And then we know, you know, you are quarreling, you know, like people are quarreling. I used to tell my wife, you know, people are quarreling that there is no money. There is no money. And then you aggravate the situation. That there is no money, but the prices of goods are, are going, going up. up. So what, are, what will I, people I, I, I was do? going to ask, um, the $800 million subsidy the government's plan was a 40% increase. Um, a lot of people have, some people said, some people say it's a good one, you know. Palliatives are necessary sometimes when the economic realities are biting. Why some have questioned why the... Um, the sensibility of giving, of taking a loan to people to pay, you know, as palliatives. Some other people have also questioned whether or not the government will stay through to their words. In your opinion, do you think that eight hundred million dollars loan from the IMF is supposed to go to National Assembly, you know, for um, final readings and passed and and so they will agree? Should we collect eight hundred million dollars? Or do you think it's um, it's a it's a loan in futility that would not change anything? Like they said, eight hundred million, five thousand naira monthly to for ten million, million household households. for the next six months. So it means that if you are part of the people who they think are under um, the, the ten million household that are not living well, you get five thousand naira every month. Do you think we should we should we should we should collect or accept that loan? Should the house um, house of assembly, you know, assent with hey, this is a very good one, or do you go against that? You see, let me tell you one thing. If we had a national assembly, if we had one, if we had one, we do. Okay. <laughs> you see, why I'm still insisting whether we have one? Yeah. I'm sure if you read political science, you know when they talk about checks. Unbalances. Now, I think the current National Assembly is the worst National Assembly we've ever had in the history of this country. Why do you say that? Because they are so, so indolent, so indolent. You don't remember the Senate President. What is it? Anything that the, the president, president says, we will do. We will do it. So. I teach constitutional law. When I look at the functions of the National Assembly, these are people who are supposed to be protecting our interest. own interests. Sure. And what do you do? It's their own interest. Their own interest. So, you know, as most, that more than half of them are not coming back. Yes. You know that. So this 800 is like a parting gift. The last one they shared. Can you remember anybody from your family that got anything from that? No. So, you know, it's, 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 it's just as if we are just scammed. We have people in place. They are not doing what they are supposed to do. They are supposed to scrutinize this thing. Supposed to look at it. Come. How? Can we have a list of that register? It's just like these elections we are having now. We are saying members of the INEC must not be card-carrying members of any political party. But what happened? You go, clearance, 
There are evidence clearly against some of the members. They are partisans. Some of them have been involved in some criminal activity in the past. You expected a serious national to scrutinize. They don't scrutinize. We collect loans. Won't you tell us the last one you collected? How, you spent How did you spend it now? Do you really have capacity? Do you have this register? Why are we always quarreling when it comes to population? Why? Because we politicize issue of population. Yes. After politicizing it, what happens? You are now planning without data. That's what happens. So you see us, we do a bridge, you don't know how many years it's going to last, and before you know it, it's collapsing. So it's just like this palliative. How many people are poor in Nigeria? They say we have now collected the price as the poorest nation on earth. Now, how many people are really poor? These people you are going to give these palliatives, where are they? Remember, because history is very important, that this was the same government that had palliatives for COVID. For COVID, for COVID yeah. And they went and hid it. Yes. They hid it. Until mysteriously, people saw where it was. And for the first time, anarchy. Mm. Anarchy was let loose. So, is it the same type of human beings you are going to trust that they will share this 800 fairly? Wouldn't it be a source of another confusion? And then you are going to ask, why now? Mm. Couldn't you have done this thing earlier on? Well, 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 this method you are using in sharing, is it the best method? By giving people 5,000, 5, 10,000. 10, is it the best method? Couldn't you have created an environment if you use this money, if you actually put it in the security sector, employ more policemen, more soldiers, more military people, mm. more equipment to go and secure? secure. Wouldn't it be better if you secure these things so that people can go and I'm farm? And make money. Instead of not giving them this money, can't you do something else? I was just thinking, family that has maybe seven kids, what will 5,000? What 5,000 will for them? Um, another, another question people have also asked is, um, this money is $800 million. Um, is there a way for us to stop the National Assembly from passing this? Because a lot of times, when I, when I think of you know, certain bills being passed, when I think of certain conversations, can we as citizens, what can we do? Because... As much as we would, we hate, and I use this word for, I, speak, I think I speak for a lot of people that say the $800 million, you know, um, IMF loan is, is for them because we've not seen what any of the palliative they've ever done has gone, done for us. What can we do? How can we stop this charade from continuing? Because in the end, we will still pay the money. I asked a question for two reasons. One, the... Um, I think the IMF as well also said that Nigeria taxation is terrible. That I think we sit like third, third worst country in terms of taxation. Our GDP, you know, how much you collect for tax and GDP is like 4% tax to GDP. So it means that we are borrowing a lot of money to even, um, you know, um, fund our lifestyle as it were, like they call it in everyday parlance. It means that the government is looking for ways to, you know, increase tax, spread their net. If we are getting eight hundred thousand dollars from IMF, it means that and our foreign debts increase, and someone would expect that common sense would suggest that you know the incoming government would obviously 
increase the taxing and all of that. So as Nigerians, everyday person, what can we do to stop our representatives and senators from agreeing to this to this um, open yeah, day is, uh, robbery yeah. as it is? You see, it comes it come boils down to enlightened self interest. You know we have all the organizations that can help us. Okay. See what Labour did recently now. The Supreme Court gave an order. Central Bank, go back. Let's be using the old one until they make the, 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 the new ones readily available. Central Bank ignored. They moved to the president. President, are you aware? Oh, I'm not aware. I did not tell anybody to, to do anything. Now, Labour said, okay, we are now going to the central bank. We are going to call a strike. In, we are giving you two weeks. Either you give us put out money or we are going to close down the central bank. And what happened? The hidden money started coming out. You see, we are yet to start maximizing this power of the civil society. Mm. We have no bank. See the ones on the air. Aviation industry. What happened? They are causing disruption. Yes. Because you made a promise to somebody four years ago. You said, no, I've had enough. Was, soon it will be settled. See in France what is happening there. You see, and it boils down to what I keep on saying. Listen, when you have a cruel government, cruel and heartless government, and you have compromised legislature, this is when the unions should rise. Mm. But you see, the unions are so fractionalized that sometimes they become part of the problem. Imagine if the labor union says, listen, or Nupeng, oil workers, tanker drivers, people rose up and said, hey, enough is enough. We are going to the National Assembly. We are giving them 48 hours. If they ever approve this loan, we shut down this country. Just, is it not what they threatened? Good luck, Jonathan, when he wanted to raise the price. Yes. People came out. So what has happened to these people now? See, so, so you know, you think as if we are dumb. We are not dummies. We know what we can do. So, you see, when a government refuses, there are channels of communication. You see, because, you see, this is the problem we had. When ASU was fighting, people descended on ASU. In fact, I still cannot... I'm yet to come over the humiliation I suffered during the strike. Because suddenly, I must seize this opportunity to thank my students. I almost became like Almajri. My students were now con making contributions for me. They even brought bag of rice for me, and it's only myself and my wife. <laughs> so what am I going to do with the bag of rice? <laughs> so I had to give some other people from this bag of rice. Not many people have taught the number of students I have taught. My students gathered 
collected money. They were so sympathetic. And never in my life have I felt so vulnerable that people are now, you are now object of pity. Why? Because you want things to improve. And because the people you are fighting for are docile. Their parents are something else. Magicians. So, what? They just watch us so humiliated. But it's, you were humiliating yourself. Because we are the most powerful organ. We can talk. And because amongst us you cannot find Muslim, Christian, Asu, Northern, and all the rest of them, we could speak with one voice. But you allowed the government to use its propaganda to, to, to reduce us to nothing. So which union now can challenge it now? Which union now is strong enough? Look at even the women. If you go out to go for elections, the people who vote in this country, they are the women and the youths. Yeah. But when the women just ask, can you give us 25%? Can you make certain allocations for us? These wicked men, they said no. They went there, lied down, cried, and it didn't touch the hearts of anybody. At the end of the day, they didn't get anything. So right. what you want people to suggest is this. Mm. Let the labor movements, let this government does not hear. Let the movements, even the tanker drivers, you know sometimes, they will block the road. Yes. yes. And then when they block the road, then you ask them, what happened? And then he will tell you, why must I continue paying 1000 to the policeman? They say, so you paid 1000 So who collected this money? Suddenly you will see the roadblocks will start oh, disappearing. Yes. disappearing. Yes. Because somebody had made up his mind that enough is in. Sure. Time had come when the Nigerian... Civil, the students, everybody we should. This is our government. We own. We shouldn't allow ourselves to be on the receiving end. As you see now, the history of how this government has been operating had shown clearly that they are not going to listen to anybody. They won't mm. listen. Mm. This money they are talking, they are going to pay anybody. I'm telling you, until I mm. look at a lot, until the money enters, <laughs> I am is. not going to start <laughs> right, bit, you know, thinking about it, though, because thinking about it can cause somebody <laughs> to even be mad. Though, you know, you are thinking that your salary, they will add something to your and salary. And then you don't see it. It's it, heartbreaking. Your eye will clear. Your eye will clear. Let's open the phone lines for people to call in and be a part of the conversation. You can also be a part of the conversation on our social media handles, www.facebook.com forward slash JFM Joss and on Twitter at JFM Joss. The numbers to call 90 or 0812187777. Those are the numbers to call to be a part of the show. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. Morning. Welcome to the show. What's your name and where are you calling us from? Uh, my professor. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. This, this is the Jusa from Chijosho. Uh, can you help us reduce the volume of your radio set or move away from it? Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't need to read. All right. Thank you so much. Go ahead. Aditya, mm-hmm. uh, the professor has said, honestly speaking, in my entire life, I have never see this kind of administration, this kind of party. I've been saying it on other platforms. I don't know if this particular APC party 
is it a good omen to Nigeria or a bad omen? Why say this in this money? This is disturbing me seriously. They have used the judiciary, used everything. Mm. All they know is to get on to the power and hold the power. Whether things is going wrong, they don't even care. What are you doing since this day minute? You are you want to go and borrow eight hundred million pounds or million dollars, million dollars yes. for what? what are, you say that you are giving the poorest for the poor. It's in the Bible. When Judas said that uh, let, 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 let that woman, the, the, the Lord, let, let, let them send the oil and give to the poor. Uh, Jesus said to Judas, you are always about caring about the poor, but you don't even care about them. It's what you enter your pocket. That's the same thing happened to this administration. Mm. I'm telling you what I'm telling Nigerians. Next election, let us do away with this APC completely. All if you right. want to get it right in this country, God bless you, my sister. Thank you so much. Do have a lovely day. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. I'm okay. here. Okay. Go ahead, Richard. Uh, 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 let me tell you something. Mm. That money they want to share in the name of uh, subsidy or palliative. That is all they want to share. Why are they in a hurry to go that way? Mm. The actually will soon come in, the president elect. What is their problem? And it's, uh, it's on the same platform, the same party. Why are they in a hurry? Even the somebody that talks about, I'm talking about, I'm talking about when he hears Allah, which Allah. Even the salary increase, why must they want to do that salary increase when they are on their way out? Actually, the problem we have in Nigeria is that it's a structural problem. Until we practice fiscal federalism, otherwise known as restructuring, we will not put your head as a nation. Mm-hmm. Look at the census that is coming on. Look at the debate it's, it's generating. Because we are not practicing fiscal federalism. That's why people can inflate their figures, import people to come. You know what? Uh, some governors are saying, no, service, we have too many IDPs, they are not registered in their place. But you know, that is the problem. Mm-hmm. So, all the same, let's not give an idea. Okay, before I end up, please, I just forgot now. What happened in Adamawa is a disgrace of womanhood. I lost it yesterday because of the, what happened. Mm. As a woman, we, we, we are now back to Egypt. How can we be so desperate like that? Is it how we are going to run the, 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 the nation? What, what a woman does, so we are trying to prove that what men do. A woman can do it even worse. Oh, mm. That's what it means. It's no. unfortunate. But let's not give up on the shadow. Thank you so much, Radio Mama. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Morning, welcome to the show. What's your name and where are you calling us from? Yes, this is Miss Tonum calling from Abatwa. All right, go ahead. You have 50 seconds, please. All right, thank you. I want to thank the proctor. You people invited there. He's doing a good job. And also thank you for what you are doing. But the issue is, like Prof said, where I have problem is when people want to come out, particularly for an issue like this, like the issue you are raising concerning the loan of the National Assembly. Yes. Is it people who now begin to use issues of religion and tribalism to begin to look at it with a different perspective? Mm. And at the end of it, it will experience a very big setback. Mm. So that is another side of it. But I think the major issue there should have been tackled by the National Assembly. All right. But unfortunately, again, the National Assembly has not lived up to its expectation. Mm. And, hello? Yes, we can hear you. Go ahead. Yes, the National Assembly has not lived up to its expectation like Trump said. Mm. So I think 
I think for my own, on my own opinion, until we as a people, we come together and keep aside every sentiment mm -hmm. in the name of religion, in the name of tribalism and so on. Because the truth is that this government has taken Nigerians for granted for too long. Mm. And they have enjoyed so much goodwill from Nigerian people. Nice. They have not kept any of the promises they have made. And everything, the government is completely a colossal failure. So Nigerians should stand up to their responsibility and leave aside the issues. Okay, I think um, his network there is a bit bad. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Welcome to the show. What's your name and where are you calling us from? My name is Graham. I'm from Old Park. Okay, so go ahead. You have 50 seconds, please. I want to comment to the prof. Honestly, he has spoken my mind. Mm. And there is a particular thing that I keep saying, that whenever a particular individual is on throne, you see some particular reason will be silent, which means they don't want the development of this sector. What has to happen? Let this our next coming president climb on that throne, and then let it do something that will not benefit the other side of the region. You will see what will happen in this country. Why don't you think he but, should? You should. He should come and sit on the so-called throne and do something that will benefit every Nigerian. Yes, because but now this, the, the present administration is not doing what will benefit the whole Nigeria. They are doing the thing that will benefit the region. All right. All right. Thank you so much for your contribution. Hello. Good morning. Yeah. Good morning. Morning. Welcome to the show. What's your name and where are you calling us from? Thank you. This is Bob. All right, Bob. I'm calling from your house. All right, Bob. You have 50 seconds, please. Greeting to your guest, the professor. Mm, thank you. I hope I hope you are invited. He didn't invite himself this time. <laughs> well, you are welcome. Okay, thank you. I, I have a question for you, professor. Okay. Uh, is Lagos the first republic of Nigeria? Okay. And again, I'm sure that Lagos is not the first republic of Nigeria. It was Calabar, the first republic of Nigeria, Zikura, and so on. Mm. It was Calabar. Year after Lagos, Lagos yes. and today Abuja. In the next probably 100 years, it will change another, another area. Because when people are passing on Lagos, 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 it, it baffles me. I'm also, they talk about what, what happened in the political uh, election of a team. May I even ask you, are you aware that in the Southeast, one of the states in Southeast, either Anambra or so, that uh, the clergymen, Denied a woman came and addressed pressmen. The woman said that the clergymen are, are, are going to deny anybody who did not vote to be Holy Communion. What could be as worse as that? And nobody is talking about it. But you have to help us wrap up your thoughts because of our Nobody time, is talking okay? about it. I'm uh. asking Professor, it is aware of it. All it's right, he would, he would definitely give you an answer to that, but um, our time is. Is, is fast friend. Thank you so much for your contribution. We'll take our comments from our social media page before we allow the professor to give his final words. All right, on Facebook, Ruben Beatrice says, Buhari feels he has lost his evil plans on Nigeria, so he wants to keep a burden for the next president and so that he so that he can cover his shame. But still on still, God. Okay, uh, this is not what I want to read here. Peter Agnes says, Good morning, beloved Abigail and Emeka. Well, to be honest, this administration is just a failed administration because nothing to write home about. APC, nothing to write home about APC. The president just wants to cover his shame. 
with that of his cabinet. But I just pity the next president, to be honest. Who did we offend? Well, let's not give up on Nigeria. I believe that it will be better one day. Sokia Stong says, Good morning, GFM lovers and peace-loving people of Plateau. We in Plateau should thank God that our returning officers were not like that of Nasarawa, Adamawa, and other states that had been put into civil unrest because of money. Most of the political office holders have not fulfilled their campaign promises. My incoming governor, please reduce cost of governance so as to fulfill and deliver your campaign promises to the people of Plateau State. Ayodele Agbabiaka says, Sacrifice has helped a lot in developed countries like the U.S., but selfishness, tribalism, religion has killed our economy. God bless your guests in the house. Izang Estefano says, We pray the policy should not see the light of day, and I do not think the incoming administration will continue with the policy. Why Suleiman Jibri says, My prayers is that the policy see the light of day. Sunday Moses Evi Evi says, um, The sweeps moved by INEC to address the irregularities that greeted the election in Adamawa to me is busybody or rather, busybody, INEC should mm-hmm. stop doing as if they are credible. Albert Akaya Dagzer says, I don't understand the rationale behind the seeming beautiful decisions of most ex- existing executives cutting across, in, cutting across the president's governors and local government chairmen. What stops some of these decisions? Okay. Um, I, I don't quite follow here. Um, and finally, two more comments here. Alexander Edwin Namani says, The drama in Adamawa depicts a desperate move to get power by all means illegally. Even the INEX action seems to, be, seems to be that of double standard as it failed to act in issues in Lagos and other states with electoral infractions. And finally here... Um, Okay, finally here, this one is from Hobson Manasseh. I don't know what the administ- what this administration is thinking. Where are they going to get money to pay the civil servants after borrowing wants to kill us in this country? I hope they are not planning to sell us in this country one day for our debt. All right, this is all the comments we can take on Facebook this morning. All right, before we go, um, let me ask the professor his final words. I know that that caller called to ask the question, but it seems like he was giving the answer to his own Yeah, you question. know, what I want to tell him is that I am an election observer. Mm. One of the things I will tell him, religion has been playing very, very strong role in Nigerian politics. And uh, I do not think that the issue of the woman being denied uh, Holy Communion is, is, is just one woman. When you go to vote, how does denial of Holy Communion influence your voting? If you deny her Holy Communion, what are you doing? If she was intending to go and vote against Obi, and then you denied her. You've already convinced her not to vote. So, mm-hmm. whatever it is, that is one of the bane of the Nigerian society. The bringing of religious issues in political matters. We, nobody can run away with it. Nobody can really run away with it. It depends on the maturity of the individual yeah. to know how far your religion. Everybody was playing it during this election. It's nothing unusual. Let me really commend uh, 
a lot of uh, our listeners. The level is quite high. I'm very, very appreciative. Uh, this I've always been invited. You don't just come to the studio on your own. You <laughs> <have been laughs> invited, and I'm sure. a, yeah, and I'm a very busy person. I don't think. And uh, we're always glad to always yes, have you here. And when you pick up our me. call, yes, yes, all right. We want to thank you so yes, much, yes, Professor yes, Adova, for coming on the show. You. News comes up by ten o'clock. For myself, do make sure you have a lovely Wednesday. And for me, Mika, stay out of trouble and spread love. Thank you for listening to JFM Podcast.